0: This is Bible Studies for Life Adult. I'm Chris Johnson. With me is Lynn Pryor. Hey, Chris. Good Good, to be back. Good to see you, Lynn. Glad that you're here. We have a special (laughs) guest with us today. She is Amber Vaden. Mm -hmm. Amber works with us in uh, Bible Studies for Life. She's a part of our team. Hi, Amber.
1: Hey, Chris. Thanks for letting me be a part.
0: Well, we're glad to have you here. Amber's work is primarily with the Daily Discipleship Guide for Bible studies for life. And at the end of our conversation around the scripture, she'll explain what that is. So is that good for you?
1: That sounds good. That's
0: okay.
2: good. Yeah, Amber used to work on the young adult materials. And when we first started talking about a daily discipleship guide, Amber jumped on that. And as good as she was with the young adult material, she says, I really want to run with that. So. And
0: she still is the youngest person in the room. Even <laughs> though you just had a birthday. We're not going to tell you tell you how much, how old or anything like that, but Yes. Well yeah. I appreciate yeah. that, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, we are in this study on holy vocabulary. We've looked been looking at several words that are common in the church life among Christians but they're not always used the same way among people even in the church so our, our goal has been with this study to look at words and really see what they mean from what the scripture says about them of course the word we're gonna look at with this podcast is the word faith that's our focus today so
0: our main point the point that we want to see throughout our conversation and to just be sure that we connect this point to the, to the session is this. We can confidently trust in what God says and does. That's good. That's, that's mm-hmm. good focus on faith. And i got to tell you, Chris, I think of the words that
2: we've been looking at. This is the one I hear most, I don't want to use the word abused but just used in a variety of ways. And often misused. Right. You know, just, we'll keep the faith, baby, you know, that kind of stuff from the back in the 70s. Chris and I will remember that. Amber will not. But, but you know, those kind of just, we say things like that. Well, you know, we describe our religious belief as our faith. Uh, yeah, we're going to see it's much richer than that as we look into Hebrews chapter 1. So. Well, to get us into this study, uh, our personal study guides and the daily discipleship guide have a question that's well, kind of somewhere along these lines of, so what are some things you've never seen, but still believe exist? Or what are some things you can't see, but you, you are that are reliable? So what, what, what do y'all think of, first rims to So the,
0: the, the classic one from nature is wind. Sure. Uh, we see the effects of the wind? We know when not something not, is not going, but nobody has seen the wind.
1: Yeah, I think of electricity. Uh, I'm not in any way a science person, <laughs> uh, and I don't even really exactly understand how it works. But I do see the effects of it, what it produces. We can turn on lights. You can turn on things in your house. So electricity, I don't fully understand it, but I do... Um, I do believe that it's there and it works.
0: It sure can. And we all know when it's not working.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes. And how you can feel its effects is if you think it's not working and you touch two wires. I've done that a few times, wiring things in my house. So, (laughs) hey, electricity does exist. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great way to get into our discussion here uh, because faith is one of those things that certainly is reliable. And but we can't—it's we're, we're faith in things that we can't necessarily see. Now I'm kind of kind of getting ahead of myself here, but we're going to be in Ephesians, uh, excuse me, Hebrews eleven, uh, which often people often call the faith chapter, which because its focus is about faith, and it begins uh, just that first verse gives a great description of faith. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for, and the proof of what is not seen. That's a great example. And then as a description, then he gives the example of creation. As we've, we've talked about that we can see creation and we have this faith that it's there because we have faith that
0: God created what we see. In one of my Bibles, I have a quote from Archie Bunker <laughs> <laughs> from All in the Family. And uh, he, he was explaining to his son-in-law. Uh, faith is something that nobody in their right mind would believe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's,
1: good. That's good. Well,
0: we will counter
2: that with a <laughs> biblical definition. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, You know, I think one good point to bring out is, as we study these verses uh, is to really emphasize that faith is what allows us to live each day trusting God. Um, and so it's not just something that— um, not just biblical truths that we raise our hand and say, "I believe in that," uh, but it's um, it's a it's a personal thing that is lived out each day in our actions and and what we do. and And the foundation of all that verse, I feel like verse three is just a real good foundation. Uh, the bedrock of our faith is that God created God created all things, and He did that with with His Word. Uh, and so we can trust Him because of what He says and does.
2: Sure. And I, I, that was a great defini- uh, description of this. What we're getting into is is this trust, because what the writer does throughout the chapter is he gives us examples of people who who this faith affected their life. Mm-hmm. So it's not just something that we believe you know, in, a, in an academic or just a knowledge sense. It impacts the way we live. And so he does. He talks, and I like this picture of creation where he's describing, and by faith we understand this. And it's as though we weren't there, but we know and we trust uh, that God did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he gets into the second section, as we're going to look at, as we've seen that uh, faith is this idea that it teaches us to believe and rely on God. But it also it's the idea that faith leads us to respond to God uh, with worship. And with this, uh, just in verse 4, it's the story, it's about Abel. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts. And even though he is dead, he still speaks through
0: his faith. The story of Cain and Abel is is fascinating. It it tells of the the first murder, and um, we're left with a lot of reading between the lines to be sure that we to of who, what happened and why one sacrifice was accepted and one's wasn't and uh, i'm sure there's a lot of a lot of interpretations around that but the one thing that is sure is that abel continues to speak through his faith even after he's dead
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it, this is just another um Another good example of our faith is, is lived out. Um, because of our faith, we're, we're led to worship. And so it's, it's seen in our actions, it's seen in how we respond to the Lord. Uh, and so our, our again, our, our daily actions are evidence of our faith and what God is doing in our lives.
2: I like the way Jordan Easley said it in, in the book. Faith is confidence and trust in God it is a response to who God is, what he says, and how he has worked. So there's a sense of faith. I see what he has done, mm-hmm. so I'm going to trust him in what he is going to do. I just like that. It's, it's, it's phrased well. So you see there, it's just one verse, but it's a great picture of faith. It's a response. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it leads us to respond to God in worship. So let's look at just a, a couple more verses here. This is verses 5 and 6. We're going to see here that we're, the faith it responds with obedience, but it's obedience that pleases God. Now, this is the story of Enoch, and, and it's one of the stories that we know little about this man, but he is in this hall of fame for people who, who walk by faith. He walked by faith so much that he didn't die. He just he walked with God, and God took him. But I like how verse 6, and it's here he's given, the writer is going from a story of someone who lived by faith, and he's he's leading us to kind of a very, very strong practical application. Faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God, since the one who draws near to him must believe that he
0: exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So it's a powerful reminder to us that uh, the example of Enoch is that he walked with God. And uh, the prophet Micah says, you know, what, what is it that's pleasing to God? Ultimately, it's that we humbly walk with God. Mm -hmm. That's, that is very important to God that we have that continuing, walking, intimate relationship with him.
1: Mm -hmm. And that he notices, he does, Uh, he sees when we are obedient. He recognizes steps of faith. Um, He understands all of that. And then he honors that he honors that faith.
2: And it says he honors it because he rewards us, mm-hmm. he rewards those who, who seek him. And, of course, the question, and kind of back of my mind is, okay, how does he reward us? Well, it doesn't an give us an answer there, but ultimately the reward we get is the one that Enoch got. It's because of that relationship with him, an eternity of walking with God. Mm-hmm. That is the ultimate reward we will receive.
0: So without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that it's a very important reason for us to be sure that we take time in a study on holy vocabulary to say faith is important. I mean, it's so important that without it, it you you can't please God. So it's it's really important that we help the people that we are ta- discussing the scriptures with to understand the significance of an active faith, a faith that uh, does something, a faith that uh, makes a difference, and in practicing that life of faith and walking in that life of faith, God is pleased.
2: Go back to that again, Chris. This idea that we're not just talking about some academic exercise. Well, these are the things I believe by faith. Is that idea that it's a it leads us to confidently trust Him in our daily walk and daily life.
0: Very good. That's, that's a
2: good study. So I, I really hope uh, the, the group that you meet with, that you all have a good study too. And uh, as you uh, really look at what the Scripture says about faith, Now, I'm going to ask you just, uh, if you're a teacher, I want you to hang around with us just for a moment. We're going to just, in a moment, Amber is going to give us a teaching tip, just a practical help for us as leaders. But Amber, first of all, let's talk about the the resource you work on, the Daily Discipleship Guide.
1: Sure. So it is, um, we're about one year in. Uh, It is so good. (laughs) It is so good. So some things you might find or that you will find in the daily discipleship guide that you won't find in um, one of our other studies is that at the end of each Bible study, like when you finish on whatever day your group meets.
0: So after the study of faith.
1: Yeah. After, So after you've done this particular um, Bible study on faith, there are five days worth of devotionals that all kind of continue that topic and so you sort of get a chance to camp out a little bit and really dig in um, and study um, that topic it'll could go into other uh, passages but it'll study that same topic for five days and then the next week you'll start over with the next lesson
0: so the pattern then is you do a group study first and yes. then you have five days of reinforcement, yeah, um, through devotions. Through exactly. The okay. Yeah,
1: there's two other um, things that are also really valuable. I think at the at the end of each of each study, there is a spot called Talk It Out, and let's say you're in a group with um, a couple other people that you know pretty well, maybe you even get together for lunch sometimes. But it gives a little guideline of a conversation you could have that's a little a little more in-depth, maybe a little more personal, where you talk about these scriptures a little bit more and talk about really how to live them out and apply them. And so that is, that is printed in the book uh, and ready to go.
2: So I meet with my group, and then during the week I meet just me and God, and then somewhere during the week, I meet with a couple other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. So over the period of a week, I have really got in on multiple levels of really understanding faith. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah.
0: So another unique quality of uh, disciple daily discipleship guide is that the leader guide is in each book. Correct.
1: Yeah. This is so helpful. So at the very end of the book. Um, It includes the teaching plans for all 13 uh, studies, and so it's just so helpful. If you are maybe working with one of your group members and you think that they um, could really be a super group leader, then they already have in their hands the teaching plans. Maybe you could meet with them. Maybe they could lead a session. Um, But yeah, it's all right there in the book.
0: Okay. So you have a tip for us now.
1: Oh yeah, I do. Is okay. it
0: actually from one of the, one of the daily discipleship guides?
1: Um, no. Okay,
0: I just wanted to ask, <laughs>
1: but
2: Chris, you brought that up just because there are tips in there for the leaders, just yeah, practical things.
1: That's a great. That's a great addition. There there are additional little creative teaching tips that you can, you can definitely implement.
0: So that's what I would have done because that would have been easy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, but you're going to bring us a fresh tip that's not even in the book. I'm no, impressed. Totally
1: free. This is all free. <laughs> so, in the second uh, section of Scripture, Hebrews 11:4, where it has just one verse, and it and it um, re- references the story of Cain and Abel. Um, so the the Bible study text does unpack that just a tiny little bit. But I would just encourage if you have the time uh, that whole story of Cain and Abel is in Genesis 4 verses 1 through 10. And I would just suggest uh, considering reading that or having someone or maybe two or three people read those through when you're going through there just in case someone is maybe a little new to church or um, isn't really familiar with that story, then they uh, don't feel mm, a little left out or unaware of what, what the conversation is.
2: That's good, and it gives them all the, the full context. Yeah, Seems yeah. great. All right, well, appreciate that, Amber, very much. Sure. And we are glad that you joined us for this uh, podcast of Bible Studies for Life for Adults. And uh, just if you haven't done so, I encourage you to subscribe so uh, you can get this every week as we look forward to our next study. Hope you have a great week. Thank you.